Yeah, yeah, that was a clean knee. Surprising. <laughs> That's like one yeah. thing. Like I feel like you should know going into a fight against me. Like I'm going. I'm gonna try to throw some knees. Man, look. Remember the comment I made on um, it was one of your Instagram. I posts. think I you do. Made, like, don't, little, I don't want any of those. Yeah, I said I ain't gonna be too hungry to eat them. I said I ain't gonna be hungry enough to eat them eat them knees like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then so I didn't land one in our fight. Uh, that I remember. almost did. Oh, my God. In the picture, it looks like I did. Joey, like, got a picture perfect. Yeah. My knee looks like yeah. it's hitting me. It's, it's I remember cool. right, at, right after that, I stood up, and I was like, Ooh. What's going on, everybody? Here with Brad Machine Gun Kelly. Got his first bare knuckle fight coming up tomorrow night. Yeah. How do you feel about fighting for something that's not a local organization? It's your first time on a big show. What have you seen the differences at so far? Well, everything moves really fast, I tell you that. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, got in there, weigh-ins. Uh, as soon as I weighed in, I was straight to the stage, straight back straight in front of the cameras weighing in live so that was pretty that was pretty uh pretty crazy <laughs> so everything tell everybody like, what it's like when you're on a smaller promotion because i mean not everybody gets to see the behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff yeah i mean it drags out like you know you weigh in at two o'clock and you gotta wait till seven o'clock to go do something else and it was immediately as soon as we weighed in the the live show started like right after so everything was fast paced yeah you when know, you have the like local promotion like Oh, this starts at seven. It won't start till eight o'clock. You're out there waiting all the time. They have like TV promotions and everything, and they're trying to get everything set up perfectly on a time schedule, so they don't have time to do all that. So that is one good thing. Like I remember when I was in the UFC, and they're like, "All right, you got to be, you got to be out here. We're going to get on the bus at this time. We're going to make it here at this time. You're going to be on stage at this time." And it yeah. was tit for tat. And then even to the fights, like. This fight's gonna end at this time. You got to be ready to walk at this time. Right. It's like they knew exactly what was gonna happen in the fights and how. I don't know. It's crazy. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Because uh, they had everybody lined up. Like everything went smooth. You know, so a lot different than than local shows for sure. Oh yeah. So uh, tell us about who you're fighting and what he does uh, and what he's good at. Well, um, his name is Kane Tomlinson. He's 46 years old, but he looks pretty. Looks pretty young, man. He's got, you know, but uh, he moves forward a lot. Pressure fighter throws a lot of like one twos down the middle, straight off the jump. You know, he tries to do a little clinch work, but uh, I think he's had one fight in bare knuckle. It was it was for toe the line series. So, uh, but I don't know. I see me just moving angles on him and picking him apart, really. But he is a pretty, he's a tough dude, man. He's got a reach too, man. We was weighing in. It's like his damn arm is so long. <laughs> is he taller than you? Yeah, he's like five eleven. Oh, so yeah. it is about my height then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. we talked about it. So who, what have you been doing training-wise as far as getting ready for this? 
Uh, a lot more, a lot more boxing without the kicks because I'm scared I'm gonna throw a kick in there if I start getting pieced up. <laughs> a kick or a spinning back fist. Yeah, yeah, something. Um, I think a guy got behind me the other day boxing around, and I ended up throwing like a spinning elbow on him and stopping it like right at the last second. But, oh yeah, uh, I've been. Yeah, there. just a lot more stand up, you know. Oh yeah. And uh, of course, coming down there training with you set me out a ton, you know. Yeah, I appreciate that. I feel like I know a thing or two. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. Good coach right there. Good coach, man. I feel like Jason could vouch for that a little bit. But um, what was I going to say? So what differently for this have you been doing than you would for an MMA fight? If you are if you had an MMA fight coming up, what would you be doing oh, compared man, to what you did uh, this time? Yeah, a lot more a lot more grappling, uh, a lot more kicks on the bags, a lot more, you know, there's a lot more everything with the groundwork, jiu-jitsu, wrestling, um, wheel kicks. Oh yeah, I had thrown any, I had thrown any kicks in like <laughs> since know. our fight. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. When, when was that fight? Well, no, like, probably we, since we well we sparred right after, like a couple weeks after our fight. So, yeah, uh, and was, I remember yeah. you throwing something there. So yeah, so yeah. ever since then though. Yeah, I come down to your your place one time. He's like, "What you doing with champagne on?" Very nice fight. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the weigh-ins today, then man, was crazy. Like, cause I ran a mile before I even got the weigh-in just to make sure I was good to go. And uh, as soon as the live weigh-ins is there, that's what I weighed in for. Official for the live weigh-ins. What'd you weigh in at? One sixty-seven. Oh. But, but I was one. The the scale at the Y was one sixty-six, and like I even I even got a picture of it, like a video of it, like one sixty-six. And uh, but the guy was standing right there. He was weight one sixty four, but uh, he said, "Man, I don't give a shit. I'm I'm ready to fight." So so he didn't get any purse or anything that didn't affect you at all. No, 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 no. All right, no. that's all good. I mean, I was go I was gonna go cut another pound. No, yeah, almost- yeah. You got that however long yeah. until yeah. That's cool. Well, but, uh, uh, and I would, I mean, a pound. How I look at it, whenever I fight, a pound or a couple pounds, whatever, ain't gonna help anybody get any better at their technique unless they're. You know what I mean? Right. Now yeah. there is times where it can hurt them. Like if they're like, if you see they're super depleted, and they mm-hmm. come in like a pound heavy, and you're like, no, nah, go cut that pound because that pound might make it to where, in those later rounds, they're gonna uh, fade away. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna hurt them a lot more. Now speaking yeah. of the later rounds, you used to doing three round MMA fights, what are five yeah. minutes? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. two five five. Two minute rounds. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's going to be a higher, higher output, higher pace. I think it's still going to equal the same. So, I think, I think I should... yeah, ten minutes total with four minutes of break, as opposed to fifteen minutes total with two minutes of break. But what's crazy about it is, you know, it's only two minutes around, so you go faster pace, like you yeah, said. Yeah, you got to so show out. <laughs> people get tired a lot faster. It's, it's weird because nope. it's the same way when I bo- when I did my boxing matches and everything. I'm used to five minute MMA rounds, and I'm like, man, these three minute rounds are gonna be nothing. It was yep. the same way. You know, it's you know, it's only three minutes, so you're going you're going as fast as you can and as hard as you can. Yeah, that's why I've been doing more cardio for that because I know it's gonna be a higher pace. So uh, I think my cardio could be all right. I got you. Know, so, uh, what's your mindset at least like when you're getting? The whole let's start me out the beginning of fight day. So tomorrow, fight day for you. You wake up. What's the first thing you do? Um, I don't know. Probably get something to eat, <laughs> some syrup for sure. 
Uh, but I don't know, just I, I usually just chill out, man, like listen to some music and go for a walk or something, get my mind right. You know, what kind, really of, what kind of music? Like chill music or like yeah, I, well, actually, knock I like your head off music? music? Yeah, I like classical music, man. It relaxes my mind. All or, right. Uh, yeah, a little bit of Beethoven in there. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. It'd make me so mad. But 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 later in the day, I start listening to my walkout song and get me hyped up, you know. So, what are you walking out to? Um, it's called Set Me Free. It's kind of like a Christian rap. Yeah. You know, I got a few people that's going to be there, the preachers and stuff. And the song kind of just, kind of, I can relate to it. You got to listen to it. I got you. So no, uh, no, uh, MGK? No, no, no. No, no, I don't even walk out the MGK. Oh, not I, MGK. What was it? Eminem. Eminem, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I had to do that last time when we fought. <laughs> yeah, no, I I know that's funny. Uh, yeah. So after after you wake up and stuff, like walk me through the whole day. Uh, I think I got to be down there at uh, four o'clock. So of course I got to run my dog out to my place. So I have to go out there sometime. But man, I'll, I'll you wake up. Drive all the way up to Hattiesburg. Are you in Hattiesburg now? I am in Hattiesburg, but I got to drive out past Purvis. I live about. An hour from here, so oh, man. I go out there check on my place because I'm probably gonna stay here at Aldridge tonight. So, uh, but yeah, man, probably just wake up, go for a walk, listen to some music, uh, shadow box a little bit, get my mind right. Oh yeah, and you know, the thing is, I wonder though is, you know, MMA, your hands are wrapped, you got gloves on, so you can work out, you know, like warming up with the pads and stuff. I wonder how it's gonna be warming up with bare knuckle. Never experienced that, so. So, I've warmed up. Jason and Chase. And, I mean, I don't feel like it's any different. I try to bring, like, I'll bring, like, the mitts that you usually hit instead of the Killer B ones because the Killer B, the Killer B ones with the uh, embroidery on there, that kind of, they're kind of hard and the embroidery kind of hurt your hands. But the RDX ones are kind of, kind of soft. So everything's the same. Now, I only have them hit pads for, like, a little bit and then I'll, like, move with them. Like, we'll be shadow boxing and stuff. Now, Chase, Chase punched me in the face twice last time when I was getting ready. He's bare knuckle. I told him, I said, you're going to be warming up yourself next time you hit me. Yeah, you got to wear a mouthpiece when you warm him up. Right. <laughs> but, the uh, thing is, and I also got to go get another mouthpiece. That's another thing I got to do tomorrow. Bro, you're getting, you're getting like a Walmart mouthpiece or a Hibbets no, or whatever? No, no, no. I go to academies and you just get one. That's like, I didn't. Impact. I I'm not Impact. I don't even know why I said Impact. I haven't used Impact mouth guard since shh, I was an amateur yeah iron jaw Ben Sharf let's get this man a mouth guard made it'll be on me <laughs> but yeah. uh need to get a good one man oh you'll be able to it it's hard when I say that I've never had my mouthpiece I say I say that too I've had my mouthpiece knocked out twice once by this guy and the last time we fought <laughs> And that's the impact. It's hard, bro. You can't even pull those things out. So how it got knocked out, I don't know. And then think, one time in the Kyong Ho Kong fight in uh, California in the UFC. But um, so those things stay in pretty well. But and you yeah. can put whatever you want to on them. But uh, Iron Remember, I, I asked you, have you seen the? Uh, I think it's DC mouth guards. Oh yeah, they got like, bro. They got like a killer B one. I, yeah, I you sent me the picture. Yeah, and I said, "Is this you?" And you never responded back. I was like, "This man don't never." I swear to God, back. I just went through the messages the other day, and I was like, "I want to say I responded." I don't know if you saw it or not, but I responded. I don't in think. There. But yeah. uh, no, nah, I um, I don't use anything but Iron Jaw, man. They are 
100% like the best that I've ever had for sure. And I know at least a couple hundred people because he's from Memphis. So I've trained in Memphis and all through North Mississippi and everything. I know at least a couple hundred people that have been there swear by him and right. I think I've had five of them through him like I won't I will not use anybody Freaking else up. yeah but uh I'll get see if I can't get Ben to give me a little discount and I'll I'll pay for you one <laughs> you there looks like I've kind of paused uh oh some technical difficulties he's up in the boonies Hattiesburg <laughs> All right, so what were we? We're talking about something about the impact custom lifeguards. I mean, not impact. yeah, yeah, man. I don't know why I keep saying that iron jaw. I don't know why I keep saying that, but we're talking about the iron jaw. That's gonna get cut out. I don't know why I was saying that. <laughs> <laughs> you edit, <laughs> edit that out. I don't know why I even say that. I haven't, I haven't had one of those, in, like I said, since I was an amateur. So that had to be years ago. I don't know why it even comes through my mind anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I, got, I definitely got to get another mouthpiece because I, I didn't even think about that the other day, and I was like, "Damn!" I was like, oh, "I might want to get a bigger mouthpiece or a more more expensive one, anyway." No, but, yeah, I mean they're not even that expensive. I want to say if you haven't ever got one from them or anything, even if you've gotten one from, but it, I know after you do your first one, it might be a little cheaper because they already have your mold. But right, uh, it's like a hundred bucks, a hundred and twenty bucks at most, and man, psh, my teeth. Are worth way more than that i'll pay a thousand dollars for one of those things yeah 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 do they have insurance and everything with them too like if you lose teeth do they they pay up to a certain amount or i, I know, know some of these do i don't like know honestly about all that but uh i mean they're on instagram you can definitely ask them <laughs> yeah there you go like i said yeah. i i'll end up getting one if, if uh old ben gives me a little discount I got you, man. I, I, I took money in on it. I don't care. <laughs> but um, you already got you already got a speaker out of me anyway. <laughs> I, <laughs> tell them, tell them the story about the speaker, man. Oh my god! All right, so of course I miss weight, and uh, at first he was gonna get twenty percent, and then I miss weight the second day, so he got fifty percent. And uh, after the fight was over with, uh, you know, we kind of talked or whatever. And I come down to his house. When was it? When I come down to your house? The next weekend? The next weekend, the yeah. The next week, yeah. So the next weekend, we, I come down to his house to watch the fights. And uh, he rolls his little speaker out. I'm like, man, that's a nice speaker. He's like, yeah, you paid for it or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, man. It was damn. like 450 It was like 450 bucks. bucks, man. Yeah. yeah. I swear to God, I was like, man, I forgot my speaker at home. Fuck this! I'm going to uh, some something I would do back in the day, and if I, like when I was in the UFC, and I like they were just throwing me money, or whatever. I was like, I'm gonna go buy yeah. a fucking speaker or a TV or whatever if we needed it for for the whole week. And then uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I guess this is on Brad. <laughs> so I went, so I went with one more yeah. expensive than I usually would have bought. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But no, it but gets when somebody put, just throw you, when somebody just throw you four hundred fifty bucks, man, like hey, <laughs> hey, it gets put to good use at uh at UPS every morning. Yeah, whenever I'm preloading, not bring that thing nice, out. Nice, nice, I can go. Nice, I can go to work with you, man. Hey, <laughs> but uh, 
So yeah, so most people don't even know that you get that. I mean, other than you saying that you've hit some pads and stuff, but you, that since the fight you've come down and train, and we've done a bunch of training and everything, and you still come down and do the classes, and come yep. spar on the weekends every now and then. Uh, what all? I mean, what do your teammates think about that and everything? Because I remember the other day when I fought. I can't remember the guy's name. He fought on the car too, but he was like, "So what? So what's up with you and Brad? Y'all are like best friends now?" <laughs> uh, was, was that John? Yeah, it was John. John. Yeah, that's who it was. Or John? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Johnny. That's the one. Uh, yeah, if he fought, it was Johnny. Yeah, he fought. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was Johnny. Yeah, he he uh he thought it was pretty funny. He gives me y'all best friends now. What you know? So I told him, "No, oh, man, just." Hey, you get beat by somebody, you just got to go train with them. You're just putting yourself around around better people, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but you uh, definitely showed me some striking, man, that, that, was, that was on a different level. And st some stuff I did naturally, kind of, like certain movements, but you just critiqued it to where it was just like that much makes – just like a jiu-jitsu, that much makes a difference. Man, so that's one thing. Like when I coach, and I even do it on myself, like when I'm trying to learn something new, it's like I'm yeah. super critical about it. Like I – it's not if you practice it and do it a thousand times. If you practice practice it and do it a thousand times and you do it wrong a thousand times, you're still going to do it wrong later. You need yeah. to try to practice it as perfect as you can. So when I'm in there, I'll, like, I'll always like call out one little thing. So people are like, man, sometimes I'll hear, like, you don't ever really give us a compliment. You always like tell us something else that we're not doing. I mean, it's not like I'm trying to do that. When you get the other stuff right, then I'm going to tell you something else that you can get better at with that and get better at that. Right. And then eventually it's almost where you have it perfect. So you're never going to do it perfect in the fight, but you're going to have it as close as you can. You know what I mean? Right. And so, it shows, it shows, and especially in your last fight, man, like you was a technician in there on that. Man, so yeah. And you've, and you've told me a few times, is like, man, that wasn't the same brand and everything. I was, I don't know, in my mind, I was like, I'm going out here. To show this dude, he's un he's undefeated, he's good. I know that big like he wasn't taller than me, but he was he was yoked. He wasn't skinny yeah. by any means. Yeah, he, he was Jack, man. He but was I was like, like yeah, yeah. But just because you're undefeated and you fought people regional doesn't mean that you are still. I'm not gonna say UFC caliber, but I fought I fought with some of the best people in the world, and I don't feel like. Any of them, other than Enrique Barzola. Enrique Barzola kind of made me look like a fool. Just he couldn't. He'd take me down. Couldn't hold me down. I'd get back up. He'd take me down again. It was just over, over. I'd get up. He'd take me down again. Hold me on the cage. Take me down again. But other than him, I don't feel like anybody made me look like an idiot. I mean, Zabit did with the submission that he got on me. But up until yeah. that point, no. So yeah, you're piecing him up though. Yeah, I I feel like I can hang with anybody in the world, like even the top people in the world. So. Whenever I, whenever I was going into this fight, like this dude thinks, because they turned down the fight with me before, and then after we mm -hmm. fought, they, I guess they thought they saw something, and they're like, oh, we, we want. They called me out, like they asked for the fight, and I was like, yeah, I remember that. I was like, all right, now now I got something to prove. So there wasn't in there. I wasn't going in there. We're not gonna smile and have fun. I'm going in there, try to finish this dude and let them know. Yeah. Like. Yeah. This ain't this ain't what you think it is. Just because. I didn't finish you or something like that. I mean, you're tough. You're yeah. tough as hell. It's hard. Some people, like I told, I want to say it was Jason or maybe Hollis and Tyler. I was like, oh, I mean, 
of course, I go into every fight thinking I'm going to win. So I was like, right. I mean, I think I'm going to win, but I can promise you it's going to be a tough fight. That dude doesn't get finished. So, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to go in there and finish him. I know it's going to be probably a three-round war. We're going to go in there. It's going to go all three rounds. Right. In this last fight, I was trying – I was making sure that, for one, I'm not trying to fight for 25 minutes. That's a long time. It is a long time. But yeah. I was – in my mind, I was like, they called me out. They want this. They think, for whatever reason, that they can – uh they can beat me then. They think uh, they saw a hole in the game or something. Yeah. Well, and now I heard a podcast since then where he just said he had, he was having an off night and that no. when he got in there, he wasn't feeling it. He It wasn't the Don. It was John and uh, all this. And, like, he didn't ever press the pace and come forward and stuff. Now, I can understand, like, you kind of have an off night or something. But there's a reason for that. It's because I was in there in your face not letting you do what you want to do. It wasn't because it wasn't because it just wasn't going for you that way. When I hit you, you're like, Oh, I don't want to come forward and get hit with that a bunch more. And then the leg kicks added up and all of that. So I don't know. That's in my mindset. That's how I took it. Maybe in his mindset, that's what he thinks. I mean, we can run it back. Don't matter to me. Yeah. uh, It gets the same way, man. Cause like Chase was saying, he, you know, that dude was just wasn't on your level. And he was, he was in the first round, he come out trying to move. But as soon as you tagged him, like his whole face changed. Oh, he realized I ain't gonna be able to get in on that guy. So and there's stuff that, yeah, there's stuff that in the fight you see that nobody else sees. So I remember when I hit him, like it wasn't necessarily the first punch, but it was like a few punches in, like probably about 30 seconds in. I've hit him mm-hmm. a few times and landed landed a couple kicks, and he was like, "I can see it on his face, like, oh shit, that ain't what I want." Like, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, maybe I'm in over my head. Yeah, maybe, maybe I wasn't ready for this, but I mean, he stayed in there. Even when I hit him with the knee, though, he kept fighting. I was, I was surprised because he dropped him with the knee, and he yeah, kept fighting, got me on the cage. Yeah, yeah, that was a clean knee. Surprised that's like one yeah. thing like i feel like you should know going into a fight against me like i'm going i'm gonna try to throw some knees man look remember the comment i made on um it was one of your instagram i posts. think i you do made, like, don't little, i don't want any of those line. yeah i said i ain't gonna be too hungry to eat them. i said i ain't gonna be hungry enough to eat them eat them knees like that yeah 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 <laughs> and then and then so i didn't land one in our fight uh that i remember you Oh my In the picture, it looks like I did. Joey like got a picture perfect. Yeah, my knee looks like yeah. it's hitting you. It's, it's I remember cool. right at, right after that, I stood up and I was like, "Ooh!" I, I, I remember face. you doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me this. So, uh, whenever I remember for us getting ready for our fight, or before us getting ready for our fight, I had like four fights get turned down, like. People 135, 145, couldn't get anybody to fight me. So I remember I was trying to get a fight from my buddy Marshall. And this is before I knew you. We didn't really, I mean, we knew of each other, but we never talked or anything until after we fought pretty much. And it was cordial and everything between us up until then. Like you would send me a message on Instagram and stuff, and I'll respond and everything. Right. Like, I'm not the guy that's going to go out there trying to talk shit ahead of time or anything like that. When we get in there, that's when whatever needs to be said is going to be said. But, um, that's right. I got, so many fights turned down and I was telling my buddy Marshall, I was like, man, he usually fights at 45. He's like, man, I'll, I'll take a fight at 45 or 35. I said, well, I mean, 
there's this guy. I said I'd fight him if I didn't already have a fight lined up, which I had lined up, and they ended up turning, they ended up backing out later on. And then uh, he was like, "No, nah, man, I just want to try to get one at 45." And uh, I was like, "I understand." And then my fight backed out like three days later. And I was like, "Hey, I told you I'd take this fight called Sharp." And I was like, "Hey, man, hey, I'll fight Brad if he if he wants to fight. I know uh, he's looking for a fight." And my guy backed out, and then we're doing it at 155. Ooh. I was like, "I'll go up and wait. I don't care." And um, so that's how we ended up getting the fight. So what was in your mind whenever, or that's why, how I ended up taking the fight with you. What was in your mind and what did he, did he call you or did you ask for the fight or how did that go? He, he called me and was like, hey, what about fighting Brandon Davis at 55? And I immediately was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> because there's, there's not, not out of arrogance or nothing like that, like total respect. But like there's three people. Cause you know, as a fighter, you fight in local shows, and then you see guys like in the UFC, and you're like, "Man, I think I could take that guy." No, I never did that with you. No, but no, hey, I do it all the time. I did it before yeah, I was in the I'm UFC. Like, like I could beat that And you should be like that. You're a no. fighter. You should think that for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's three people that I said I wanted to spar or you know fight. You know, when I knew they was in the UFC, and that was Brock Weaver, Jason Knight, and then you. I said, I just want to, I said, I just want to spar just to see like how I hold up against them. And you sparred so with Jason. I, I sparred, I sparred with Jason Spar and with Brock. it went good. Yeah. And then I sparred with Brock. So as soon as they said, you want to <laughs> fight Brandon, I was like, yeah, yeah I don't want to test myself. Which is, which is crazy that we never sparred before because I, they're like training partners that I trained with a bunch back in the day. Like Jason, he'll come and still train whenever he's not working. Brock, yeah. Brock, before he got to the UFC, when he like when he got to the UFC, started going out to uh, Florida Blake. a lot. Out of Florida, yeah, down to ATT. But before that, he was coming up and training with us a bunch. So, yeah. I'm surprised that we never we never sparred before then. See, the only reason I got to go to um, Blake, uh, to uh, Brock's before, I think the only reason I got to go down there was because of Gene Waltman. Because after I fought Jeremiah, like, I was, you know, doing good against him and just got caught in the third round with a oh, choke. Yeah, yeah. And then Gene was like, hey, man, why don't you come down and train with uh, Rock Weaver and, and Blake Singley and him? And I was like, hey, dude, I want to go down there, you know, so. Bro, how long, there, of, how long uh, of a drive is that? Two hours. So, two hours. Man. This is how dedicated this dude is. He literally drives to come to our gym. I teach an 8 o'clock class an eight o'clock striking class he'll drive he'll train at his gym if not right now it's peak season at ups so i don't get to teach my five and six o'clock classes but he would he would come down and do the five o'clock class wait around and do the eight o'clock class as well and that's how long a drive hour and a half hour and a half from me from from my house to your house so we get done and we get done training at the class is supposed to end at 8 45 i make it go to at least nine every night but most times it's like 9 30 and we get out of there like 9 30 9 45 he's still got an hour and a half drive back home hope he takes his nasty ass and get a shower after that yeah yeah, yeah. well i, <laughs> I know, know i know there's times i've been so tired i'm like fuck that i get a shower in the morning crash out yeah yeah now usually i've been taking a shower like at that gym because it's at the gym yeah and, yeah mm-hmm. that's perfect uh, yeah so that's that works out pretty good and i ain't got to worry about doing up but sleep when i get home yeah so Supposedly, the Diaberville gym is uh, now that Alan actually bought the building is going to be 
we're going to be renovating the whole outside. I have a big spot. I mean, it's decent how it is now, but it's going to be a lot better. So it'll, it'll be really good training for the next fight. It's um, hot in that Super Bowl on the outside. That do what? I remember when Mr. When Mr. Dixon had – you're talking about that Southern Elite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I trained with Mr. Dixon down there whenever he was whenever he was coaching on the outside when they had the cage in there. Yeah, yeah, I remember then. And, dude, it was like 130 degrees in the summertime. See, no, nah, they're going to be getting that closed in and everything. Yeah, it gets okay, hot, good. and then right now it's cold as hell out there. See, I don't mind the heat. I can train in 200 degrees if you want me to. Yeah, I don't like the cold, though. Yeah, man, once my fingers get gone, like once my fingers get cold, I'm, I'm quitting. I'm that way with my toes, man. Can somebody try to kick me in cold weather? Nope. <laughs> Sharp asked me after the last fight. He's like, man, we're going to do another one. Uh, they want us to do it at the same place, but they want us to do it outside. It said, in November, uh, y'all can suck my balls. I am not fighting yep. outside in the cold. <laughs> nope, I ain't kicking nobody in the cold. <laughs> Bro, not at all. It would be a straight-up boxing match, I promise. <laughs> man, and I'm going to have my hands so, so tucked in that, I mean yeah. – I my fingers ain't touching nothing. Yeah, yeah. But um, no. Back to back to the guy for tomorrow night. Uh, how do you foresee it going? What do you? Pl- I mean, now of course this is what you want and what you think you might foresee. But what's what's the plan? That not don't give me the game plan. I mean, don't want you to go into that. But if you could have it go perfectly how you'd want it to go, how would you foresee it going? Would you rather have like uh-huh. a a five round war and um, and have it like that, or you just rather go out there and get a quick finish? I want to go out there and just get it over with. Man, you know, I think. And bare knuckle, you better go yeah. out there and get a quick finish. I ain't trying to get busted up. You see, <laughs> yeah. you see Jason yeah. looking like Chucky after he fought Artem the first dude, time. He and, looked just like Chucky, bro. And then I coached him for the second one. Dude, come out. He has never had a fight where he didn't get cut. Like there's only been a few of them, and MMA too. That dude came out there looking like he just got out. Like he just I'm got out. Hair, hair wasn't even sweaty, bro. He made that look too easy. But yeah, um that, that's that killer B workout there. Hey, we had him right. But um I mean that was all him though. He did everything that he needed to in the fight that we practiced and worked out. Yeah. But Speaking uh of Jason Knight, man, I'm, everybody's telling me I look like that joker now. Oh bro. Man, uh, <laughs> I swear to God you know, was, we came to the gym the other day and I wanna say it was Tyler. I might be wrong. Tyler Hill, but um it was either him or can't remember who else it might have been. They said, "Man, that motherfucker looks identical to Jason." I said, "I swear, I told you the other day." And he was like, <laughs> uh, "Harris, Harris Stevenson, uh, Harris Stevenson, his daughter." Today she was like, "Yeah, at the fight, at the weigh-in, she was like, oh my god, when you walked in, I, I started running up to you like, hey, it's Jason Knight.' I'm like, girl, I'm girl like that dude. <laughs> I that scrawny motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hell no. Nah. Well. I want to hold you up. I know it's late, and uh, you got to get your beauty do, rest man. for tomorrow. But no, yeah. get your mind right. Um, I'm going to end up being up there. I know I got to corner Adrian Miles and his, and then watch you fight. I know Sharp said he's going to come. Yeah. We're trying to – if UPS lets us off in time, I'll make up some yeah. excuse. Uh, yeah, I put, you, I put you down for a corner, like, just to, you know, in case you wanted to or something like that. Oh, I only got sure. one corner so far, but, I mean, if you want a corner – Who you got cornered you? Eric Graham. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know if Graham let me be in there. No, no, no he will. Like, I, I told him about it. I told him I was good. I, I was going to ask you anyway if you wanted to. 
No, nah, yeah. Free of anything. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. I, uh, I 100% do it. I'm going to be up there with Adrian, and then uh, there's a couple fights I want to watch. I know Jason was saying they might try to uh, line him up with another guy that's fighting on the card. Tyler, Tyler Good John. Oh, oh, edit. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> edit. I can't say any names. I don't know. That might be it. It might not. Might be Crazy yeah. Horse. I don't know. I was supposed to fight Crazy Horse at one point. Not yeah, yeah. not bare knuckle, but MMA. But it was back in the day. Um. But so he we might be getting him ready for that soon. But I know he wants to make it back to the UFC, so he's really looking to do MMA unless they're trying to give him a payday. But uh, yeah. I want to wish you all the luck, man. I appreciate it. Go out there and hopefully, uh, I, hopefully I put some of them put some of them drills down on it two five two. Hey, <laughs> go out there and do work, and uh, I don't know. I know you're you're like me when we fought. We both in there having a good time. I mean, that's fun too. But it's also fun to go ahead and have a good time afterwards and go in there and just try to finish, yeah. especially bare knuckle, man. I say use that range. Yeah, I don't know the move, man. I'll, I'll be, I'll be. If I get hit, I'm gonna get violent, probably. <laughs> oh, I've seen that in sparring, so I already know that's yeah. gonna happen. But uh, yeah, no, nah, yeah, go in there, use your range, move, make this guy, make this guy work. I mean, I've I've watched film on him. I think you're definitely the better fighter. Just gotta go out there and yeah. show it tomorrow. But uh, good luck, man. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah. Take it easy. All right, man. Yes, sir.